0: Welcome to Pull the Pin Already, War Room Edition. I'm Jim, with me here today is Mike, and our special guest, Brian. Brian, would you like to share anything about yourself that makes you so special? Brian Navy, that's it, man. So Brian Navy, (laughs) I'm assuming that's not your last name. No. Okay, all right. (laughs) Brian, since you are our special guest, is there anything you want to share or would you like us to help you along? I got nothing today, man. I got nothing. Nothing? World around you is all peachy cream. I'm curious what's on your mind, Jim. You're always curious what's on my mind, Brian. I appreciate that. That's why you're a good Navy guy. (laughs) Mike, (laughs) you seem like you want to say something, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) English, Mike. We only understand English.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, what I was saying, Jim, um, I really don't have anything to contribute to the conversation right now. Well, there is
0: one thing I want to ask you (laughs) before we get too far, Mike. Whose panties are those on the wall?
1: Oh, those are... Jim, every time we have a good show, they come off the wall.
0: Oh, nice, nice.
1: I yeah, like that's it, actually Michael. a face mask, man. You know, we're, <laughs> we're living in that era, man. I told you that before. Why are you gonna put me out there like that, man? <laughs> I was wondering. Hey, 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 let's be let's be honest. If those were panties, those were my, come on now, that wouldn't even be a g string on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do they call that a hammock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, You want to know the funny thing right right now? All three of those subscribers we have, that's all they're looking at.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so since you're talking about G-strings and hammocks, what was it like in the Navy, Brian? (laughs)
2: Hey, 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 now.
0: (laughs) I mean, is there any truth to that? Like, I know that the name on the back of the pants... You know, I heard the stories about that, like you wear your name on the back of your pants so you know who's behind you or the person behind yeah. you knows who they're.
2: I've heard all those, yeah.
0: Is, is there any truth to that? Like
2: No, not at all. No? I mean, you always got a few, right? I mean, there, there's
0: always a few, but. Right. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so were you on a submarine? <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe an guys on submarine? and then I went greenside. Well, let me ask you really that the question everybody out there wants to know. Can you swim? Yes. Okay. Most people think everybody in the Navy can swim, but that's not true, right? No, absolutely not. Right. In the Army, what do we call it? Drown proofing? Like that was really a thing? Yeah. (laughs) They throw you in with your boots and BDUs? uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody can swim because they have to, they'll have to,
2: like, the guys would have to go swim, you know, boot camp for an extra. You know, so many hours a week or whatever until they could pass the swim call, but it wasn't like that hard. It was mostly just guys that were
1: scared, you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. Did you call it boot camp? (laughs) Did you call it boot camp? Yeah, because I only wore one boot. Summer camp, I'm sorry. No, I I was was actually being serious. (laughs) I never knew what they called it, that's why.
0: Maybe it was boob camp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How long did you, well, never mind. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Says the guy With the panties On his wall
1: Yeah right <laughs> 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 Man. So hey uh, Brian I have a question For you Did yes, you sir. enjoy the, Your time in the Navy Oh I loved it <clears throat> Really Yeah definitely Yeah I, oh, okay. I, My
2: first couple years I was in a hospital um, I worked in a pediatric clinic Oh okay I, you I think he meant
0: He was happening. working in a hospital Yeah like, yeah no, he yeah He was yeah, in I, the I, hospital Yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, I didn't know I didn't That was my know. duty station And then I went Greenside And then I went with uh, I got attached to 3rd Battalion 5th Marines Had a field med And CTA, uh, CTHM And then uh, Or not C T <laughs> Now I have that book In my brain dude Your story man You can make combat it up Combat trauma management Combat trauma management And then I went to Then I went straight To 3-5 And then I literally Met them halfway Through 29 Palms And then I deployed With uh, 3-5 Keto Company Cool
0: Then All they right. assigned him to a rowboat
1: so how do you feel about the 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 state of america during this election year
2: i don't know man it's uh it's always a little wild but this year it seems a little more wild i mean when trump got elected the first time it was a little crazy i lived in downtown san diego and like the rioters every night like it was crazy like i was like wow you know of course yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know, man. It's, it, I'm not a I'm not a prepper. Like I don't have like a a go bag like Jim, and I'm not like you know I don't have ammo stacked up in the garage. I got but, one for you, man. But uh, yeah, I always tell Jim like I'll bring my fishing poles. You bring the guns, and we'll have a rally point somewhere. You know, what there I mean, I'll, go. Find the, I'll catch the food. You just you know we'll set up the CCP and the, you know what I mean we'll we'll be good to go. Yep. So yeah, I think it's crazy. I think it's I think it's it's something to be aware of. And I think it's something that, um, something to be aware of, but I I, I don't think I'm going to be out rallying anytime soon. And I don't think I'm going to be, I don't know. It's interesting. I, and I've and i tried to live on both sides. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> I have some fa- family that's real uh, conservative and she actually recommended a book that was called uh, white fragility. And I read that thing and I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't really, I can't really relate. I mean, I can understand it, but it's just so far reaching. It's just like, I don't, I, I don't think I think that way. And she's trying to state that, you know, we all have this racist mindset being white. Whereas I, I get there's, there's a prejudice that, you know, I don't think you can totally get rid of a prejudice, but I think you can be aware of it. And I think we are as a nation becoming more aware of that prejudice, being more aware of our <clears throat> Our actions and our, and, our and, and and the way we are, but I don't think that we can totally eradicate. You know, I don't, and I don't think we can totally eradicate racism. I think there's always going to be those few. There's always going to be those few that, no matter what you do, that grew up in the sticks, that are raising this family, that this is just the way it is. You know what I mean? But I think I think it's an eye opener. But I don't think it's something we should be out protesting and rioting. That's just
0: my opinion. Well, what is there something wrong with the prejudice? Inherently, just um, having a prejudice, is there something wrong with that?
2: I, I don't think, I think that, well, that's a tricky one. I mean, I, yeah, sure, I mean, we there. there's a, I mean, you guys both have been police officers, so you understand that you you analyze a situation from past experiences with people that you've interacted with before. Um, and I'm not just talking race, I'm just, I'm talking in general. You know I mean? The way somebody's acting, the way somebody's moving, the way somebody's, you know, whether it's drugs or alcohol or, you know uh, even a psych- psychotic event, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I don't think a prejudice is bad, but I think we've made it such a bad thing. Like we have to live this world where everybody, we can't look at anybody and, and suspect anything. It's like, well, that's not true. You know what I mean? We, we, it's okay to have a prejudice, but we need to be aware of that. We need to understand that, you know, we do, our mind does play tricks on us and we do make assumptions and I do it on a daily basis. I mean, I don't I don't think there's anybody that doesn't, how many times have i been out and I've seen somebody and I'm like, uh, oh, this guy's, a, you know I mean, this guy's, overweight he looks a little a little grungy but then you get to know him you're like man this guy's smart this guy's intelligent this guy's caring this guy like blew me away you know what i mean it's happened so many times and it's not just black and white it's it's in general and i and i've over the years i've gotten better at that because i used to judge too especially early on the military I'm, i'm on this pedestal i think i'm all great and grand and i'm wearing a uniform and i'm like i'm in physical shape you know what i mean like how can this guy let this body go you know what i mean so it's like where is the line and i've learned to just kind of just that line away and say, "Okay, I'm going to judge this person as they are." But I, I, can, I can't tell you that I can't walk into a, a room and see somebody that's, you know, acting acting like a fool, like a like a hoodlum. You know what I mean? White or black. And I'm, and I'm going to have a, I'm going to say, "All right, I'm probably not going to want to deal with this guy." You know what I mean? Doesn't mean I'm going to treat him any any, any unfairly or, or disrespectfully. I'm still going to treat him with respect. And I like to say this, but I, I'm, I'm flawed myself, man. I'm flawed myself, and I've I, I made mistakes.
0: So, if you've been, if you've ever been uh, overseas in combat or anything like that, you you start to see what's happening, what's going around. Obviously, people may not look like you; their culture might be different. You know, let's say you're talking about some place like uh, Saudi Arabia or Iraq or Afghanistan. Now, do you not think that your prejudice, you know, your your preconceived opinion, without actually actual evidence per se, might put you on more alert because of what you've experienced?
2: Yeah, but I, I don't yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that's a fair. I don't think that's a fair relation to what's going on in the United States. I I think that's an extreme observation of it that only a select few actually experience in that sense. So I don't think that's a fair. I, I think I know where you're going with it, but I'm saying that's not a fair. Uh, to, to 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 compare those two together is just totally well. totally.
0: I I would agree with you if you're talking about Aunt Sally next door, my neighbor who's never been anywhere, you know, but when you talk about law enforcement guys who've seen patterns of behavior and all kinds of examples and scenarios, those prejudices are usually based on their experience. And it doesn't mean you have to act on that prejudice. It doesn't mean you have to look at a fat guy and say, what a slobby. He doesn't know how to stop eating. You know, it doesn't mean you have to act on that. But sometimes those prejudices keep you in an alert state of mind that if it is true, you're prepared. And I think a lot of your people, even you, didn't you do medical stuff, right? Sure. You know, when you come up on a scene to help somebody, even though your your whole intention there is to help someone, could you not identify when someone was on drugs or, or potentially could go crazy and just start flipping out and hurt you?
2: But the, that's just, <clears throat> that's assessing the scene. That's not a prejudice. I wouldn't say that. I, I You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not taking into consideration, like, so, eye color. Air color, like.
0: So, if you I get a call believe. to a certain area, let's say you get a call to a certain area, and it's a call from a from a, you know just a belligerent person or whatever, you don't preconceive an idea that oh, we're going down there again. The guy's probably on drugs. You better be careful. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I could I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
0: That by definition is a prejudice, even though sure. it's based in, in in experience and and you know, but it is a prejudice.
2: Sure, but you you, you especially in medicine, I think it's more you're more you have to really think as far as medicine's a little different too, because there's been times where I've seen a Marine or I've seen a sailor, mostly Marines, they come in and they're hurting. And it's like, this guy's full of shit. Right. And it's, it's like, sure, you can come, you can come to this conclusion. Right. Cause I know this guy, I see him. I know it's the day before the hike and he's in the, he's in the BAS and he's like, my knee hurts. Right. So, or my back hurts. That's a, that's, that's a bad one because you have to be, you, you have, there's some, you have to mark things off. You know what I mean? You have to, you, you have to make sure that <clears throat> it's not worse than it looks. So if you're going down the checklist, I want to immediately take my prejudice and go not nah, get them out of here. You know what I mean? I don't want to even deal with them, but a good doctor that I had it my first, you know, when I was with the Marines, <clears throat> he's like, no, 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 we gotta, we gotta go through the steps. And I'm like, why? I was like, I know, I know what's going on with you. He said, you don't know that. And he goes, let's say it isn't let's say he is full of it half the time. And this one time it's something and we miss it. He goes, we're going to be, in, we're going to be deep shit. You know what I mean? So that's something that we can, that's something that like, maybe I get what you're saying, but you, you really have to, I mean, it's no different than being a, how do you know if you have a psych patient versus somebody on drugs? You know, there's always, you're, you're right. You can get into a, a rhythm of like, okay, it's, it's another, it's, it's a med call and it's probably going to be drugs or alcohol. This guy's so, in, the near so I- bar in the area.
0: I think mm-hmm. the point I'm, I'm trying to make, and I, and I think that you just hit on, is that the prejudice is okay. It's the action after the prejudice that matters. Yep.
2: But it's not prejudice. It's it's. I, I wouldn't say it's prejudice. It I is a prejudice
0: because you are judging this person based on experience. Pre- but but something that's not actually been proven yet. Professional experience,
2: or you know, as far as police officers or How about symptoms. Or, what's that, Mike? Symptoms. Yeah. When you're yeah, talking true. about the med- I, yeah. in
1: the medical field, you know, there's symptoms that might lead them to think or believe, prejudge, right? That it might be someone on drugs. Yeah. And it might be wrong, because there are other... True,
2: yeah, I, I totally agree.
0: I can't stop looking at the panties on the wall, sorry. <laughs>
1: So basically, what you're saying is, uh, prejudging is okay, but uh, the actions based off of those judgments, prejudgments, can sometimes be wrong. Absolutely. I mean, be, yeah. and that's
2: and that's the but that's the that's that's why medicine is is so difficult, and that's why like just think same, that's why I have such respect for police officers in the same regard is that like sure, but. You you, you can't expect a doctor or a surgeon to be a hundred percent every time. I mean, they're doing hours and hours and they're saving lives and they're doing the best that they can do. Right. So it's unfair to be like, Oh, this guy killed me. It's like, well, maybe he did. And maybe I feel bad for the family, but did he really do it intentionally? Was there intent there? Or was that just like, this guy's done eight surgeries today. You know, he's been up for two days and he's the only surgeon in the area. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's no different than police officers. I mean, they're dealing with such a difficult task. And not only that, usually medics will have somebody on scene to secure the scene right then you can do then the, then medical could do their thing whereas police officers you are them you're 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 everything at that point you know what i'm saying i mean if you shoot somebody you guys are you guys are giving them care because you guys can be first on scene but yeah it's it's a tough one and i have a lot of, lot of respect for police officers i think we're getting away from that i think that i totally disagree with that with 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 what the public is viewing and I think there's bad cops and there's good cops, just like in any profession. And I think we need to stop looking at every police like they're bad. It's no different than a police officer looking at every person like they're, just because they're black, they're bad. It's, it goes both ways, you know what I'm saying? But we can't disregard all black people just like we can't disregard all police officers.
1: you think society's uh, being led in that direction? As far as... Th- uh, disregarding, well, thinking all police officers are bad.
2: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, not. I wouldn't say majority, but I would say a strong few that are that are loud, that are in the media, that are, are trying to push a rhetoric. I think absolutely. But I think... I
1: think- so, keeping it in the field that you're uh, a subject matter expert in, the medical field, would you... Say that, uh, people who what do you say for someone who'll say, Hey, doctors know you knew that doctor was too tired, that surgeon was too tired, he was drunk, and you didn't say anything about it, so that puts you in the same category as them, you're just as bad as they are. you think that's a fair assessment?
0: No,
2: no, I mean, I think, I think, I think there should be repercussions for sure. I mean, that, that's definitely. That's, that's, that's a training moment. You know what I mean? That's, that's something you can, you can get some training out of or some, you know, some, some kind of training from that, you know, that's a training opportunity, but I don't think that's a, that's, I mean, it just depends. I mean, it's, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing. You, you, you would want to say that, but if you're young and impressionable, you're new on the force or you're a young corpsman that's working with a doctor and, and you know what I mean? They're right, you know what I mean? They're, you're doing everything you can to make sure that this doctor sees that you're, you're, you're hungry and you want to do your job the best you can. And sometimes, you know, to step on those toes, it's like, uh, you're going to put in a place. So I wouldn't, I mean, it just depends. I mean, I wouldn't, (laughs) it's a tough one, man. Well, couldn't,
1: couldn't you actually say that they were wrong for not stepping up and saying something? Definitely, definitely wrong. Definitely
2: wrong. Without a doubt, 100%. But I'm saying how far are we going to go with that wrongness? You know what I mean? Ultimately, that person that did that was responsible. Now, if you're talking about like intentionally killing somebody or intentionally Try, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a tough one, man. I have a lot of sympathy for people. So I, I kind of just, I try to look at both sides, you know? Especially when it comes to something criminal where you're putting somebody in jail for the rest of your life or putting them in jail for a long period of time because jail is not for police, for anybody. Right, right.
0: Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask, wasn't you saying the doctor was tired or whatever? Isn't that a prejudice too? Like, are you not prejudging something you don't know? How do you know he's tired? I mean, just based on you, he looks tired. <laughs> I mean, Jim, you go so deep on these things. Dude. It's like, Jim, if he if he
2: smells like alcohol, OK, and you know it, that, you know, is alcohol. I'll well, tell you what I can. I, can I want to
0: know where the line is. That's my point, because if I have enough experience that I can drive up to a, a scene or I can pull a car over and I look at a person just taking in all the information that's right in front of me, like we broke down the Floyd thing, I can already see. There's things happening here that lead me to believe that maybe I'm not right, but nine nine out of 10 times or whatever percentage you want to use will lead to this. Now, you may say that's a prejudice. It doesn't mean that this is going to lead to that.
2: Jim, you're going to be wrong. You're, everybody's going to be wrong. Everybody's going to make a mistake. Of everybody's course. going to make mistakes. And I think that's where we're, we're losing reality with everybody. We're losing this reality of like people are going to make
1: mistakes. Now, in the George uh. like, Floyd Yeah, I I can agree with that, but um, I'm more of like when I went through training, the, the guy always said, do not disrespect the badge. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that goes that goes a long way. That's not just me, the guy who fired around and I, I was wrong about it. That's just the guys who are around me, the guys being male or female, who are around me and they saw what I did and now that blue line comes up and says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I understand, you know. I can empathize with them because I've been in those shoes. I've been working seven days straight. I've been in down in that area, and you know, I can see why he thought he had a gun or whatever the case may be, right? But wrong is wrong, and to me, in the medical field, that's why I'm glad we're talking to you. It's to me, it's the same thing. If you're wrong, if someone's wrong, hey, just say it's wrong, you know? Because if you don't, then that's why that's where the distrust comes in. And I'm not all for that defund. I'm I'm not even going that deep with it. Now, some things I think uh, people should be held accountable, you know, and when people are not held accountable to me, that's where the problem comes in. But,
0: But, Mike, I want to ask you, because we talked about this. At what point is he wrong? Is he wrong because he's tired and he shouldn't be at work or is he wrong because nobody else is there to work and he has to be at work? Like, how are we to judge right and wrong? Even when you talk about disrespect in the badge, what part of that is disrespect? I mean, there's obvious cases, obvious cases, but there has to be some sort of crossover for interpretation. So what do you do? Okay.
1: Oh, no. You can stop right there because you said it. There's obvious cases. And when there are obvious cases, right, and people are not held accountable and you have people coming to the defense of that doctor, of that police officer, you know, and it's just like a friend of mine, Steve, he, he said, hey, man, you know, they're only human. And I said, no, you know, When doctors make mistakes, and I think we talked about this, I mentioned this in another episode, it affects people's lives, right? If a garbage man makes a mistake and he forgets to pick up trash, ooh, you know? When a police officer makes a mistake, and I'm talking about when it's uh, impacting people's lives, you know, when it's taking a life, or, you know, just, you know, taking off a limb or something like that. I I don't know. But when it's affecting someone's life, nah, that's totally different. I hold them at a higher standard. Hey, they're human. Sorry, you have all the training, right? And you have all that trust that people put in you.
0: And all that money.
1: Well, not, not, not on the officer's side. No, no, but long. the
0: doctors get paid a lot of money yeah. to do what they do, and the justification for doing what they do is the, all the training and expertise they have and, and this, you know. So if you do get paid that much money, there is a higher standard. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's it, what brings to I I think you're right, Mike, especially in the sense that, that they're held to that standard, they take that oath, and that's, that's something that they, they, they're they respected on because they wear that badge and they, and they take pride in that, and, they, and you're right. And to have those to have that integrity. And I yeah. think as far as, um, I was gonna say something here, as far as the, uh,
0: went right out of my head. Well, well let me ask you too, cause we were talking about the shootings and stuff. We we're talking about the stated things. I want to say, because there are a lot of people, myself included, that look a lot of these these shootings and they were justified. But that doesn't mean that the people aren't angry. So at what point does Mike's philosophy, which I I agree with, you know, if somebody's doing wrong, they need to be held accountable, called on it and own up to it. That's just what you do. But at what point when it conflicts? Well, I think I don't
2: I don't know about that because that's that's hard. That's hard to define. But I couldn't tell you that. I think what we need more of is some honesty and some like taking responsibility. I think responsibility is the biggest thing because I don't think we have much of that. I mean, Joe Rogan just did this. He made he made a, he made a statement on-
0: You on can't a, on plug his, Joe Rogan here. Well, he I'm said something about his thing. That,
2: <laughs> he said something about starting fires, right? That the protesters started fires, wildfires, which wasn't true. And he came out and he said, hey, look, I'm sorry, but I, I jumped on that too soon. It wasn't validated it wasn't true. So that, well, that's all we need. I think it we need more of that.
0: It wasn't true because he said protesters. There was one confirmed protestor. But you get you get my point, right? Right. I, well, I think he went too far the other way, but I do agree that that's probably better than not apologizing at all.
2: Yeah, as long as we're recognizing that, hey, you know, some things we we all don't, don't shoot the trip shoot the, shoot pull the trigger too soon sometimes. You know, it's, sure, cops do. You know what I mean? Literally. And that, well, that's what I was yeah. trying
0: to explain. Yeah. I was trying to explain. Yeah. I know. I know, Mike. You can he can try to deny it if he wants, but I know if if my life was threatened in the heat of the moment, and there was a man standing two feet in front of me. I'm not counting my rounds. I'm shooting until I am no longer feeling threatened. And if that means seven rounds, 10 rounds, 50, I don't care. So I think when people start saying, oh, he didn't need to shoot seven rounds. I just think that's a little unfair because what would you do within knife stabbing distance and the guy's still there? Now, granted, he may have still been there because the car was propping him out. What? But the point was in that split second in your mind, I can't tell you what you're thinking.
1: Yeah, Jim, but if you did that while on patrol and then you went to court, you would not say that. Why not? Uh, because then you'll, you'll go down. Oh yeah, I don't care. I shot until I felt no, well, I, I didn't feel threatened anymore. Those I words, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do care, I care for my life. I care more for my life I, than I how got many that. rounds. Yeah. I got that, but what I'm saying is, it's easy for us to talk like, like that now, sure. But when you go to court, right? Your statement will not sound like that. <laughs>
0: like, no, okay? well, I wouldn't say I don't, I don't care, but I basically would say I, my life was in danger. My point is people aren't realistic because they're not in that scenario. And just like Brian said, the honesty, integrity is good for the people in that scenario. But it's also good to have honesty, integrity when you're not in that scenario and you have no freaking clue what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. And that's like that's that's where I stand. I mean, I was a quorum, right? I went up and told these guys. I didn't. I did like a half a month training before we were patrolling. I didn't know how to patrol. Like that was their gig, right? You know, I couldn't shoot a donkey at a hundred yards. There's no way. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I mean, one time on patrol, they're like, "Brian, you're shooting
0: the ground, dude." I'm like, "Okay, I'm uh, just fire." <laughs> you know what <laughs> mean? Like, yeah. I mean? I couldn't shoot. Was the donkey so I, I <laughs> a little personal, sentimental? What? <laughs>
2: anyways all i'm saying is is like that's not my gig right like i don't even know how i'd be able to handle that you know what i'm saying i've been to combat i've experienced that but i don't know how i could deal with somebody on the street you know what i mean in in american in in the united states and dealing with that on a daily basis so i i try to take that into consideration too and i don't think people do i don't you know combat's one thing but being a police officer on a daily basis the daily grind year in and year out day in and day out it's just it's it's it's, we need to respect it too Like, like you're like you're saying mike where's I need to find that media. We, we all need to find that medium between responsibility and integrity and and, 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 and negligence. You know what I mean? And wh- where's the middle? Where's the like, OK, this guy was OK. This guy did the right thing or this guy didn't do his training. Right. And I think what? that's up to you guys to decide.
0: But I also These, think we know. I think we know, I think many people know right from wrong. I think people know, I mean, that's why guilt exists. Some people learn to, to tolerate it or push it aside or justify it or lie to themselves. But I think many people know that point. They just won't admit that. You know, I mean, yeah. I think the the officer, like in question, like if I fired seven shots, I mean, he would know, like, yeah, I just wanted to kill this guy or I wanted to put, you know, he would know that as opposed to I didn't even realize I fired seven shots. I was scared out of my pants you know what I mean I think he would know that
2: I know and there's there's always going to be that guy in the platoon or on the squad or whatever you call or on him the, the show part. that guy in the that episode is, that's <laughs> off his rocker <laughs> that is off his rocker and you're like this guy's trouble keep an eye on this
0: guy like oh wait that might let be him me outside the water. <laughs> what's that that might be me on the show I don't know. <laughs>
2: But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's
0: always that one guy that you're like,
2: all right, dude, his, he's not even all there, bro. Like, just you right. can lead patrols, but like, don't let this
1: guy get too crazy, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We all know uh, that Yeah. Guy. Good point. Yeah, we know that, guy. <laughs> that, that. Yeah, it's like in the medical field, right? I mean, let's keep it to, you know, on topics that we're very familiar with, you being in the medical. So it's like, Oh, man, I wouldn't want this guy operating on me because, you know, every lunch break he goes back and puts back a couple, you, you know, but the general public, they they, they have no clue. Or you, you have one guy who's Johnny Rambo over here and he's out there on patrol. It's like, wow, man, I, I don't want to go in the building with this guy, you know, <laughs> he's well, just going to shoot him up.
0: You've added my, you, must have, gear, it. you, yeah,
1: you know, it must have seen but you must have
0: you must have seen it. Cause I know when I was on the force and I would go to a scene, there was always that guy, that cop that wanted to throw people down and it, it would be completely settled, like calm as can be. And he'd walk in, who's one that Just elevate the whole thing. Yeah. You're like, dude, yeah. what are you doing?
1: Yeah. we all know Yeah, but not. that's why, that's why I always say, you know, police, they should police their own.
0: I think go. they do. Yeah. I just don't think it's as easy as people think it is.
1: I don't think people say that it's, uh, well... Uh, yeah, they do. Except for those people who, you know, they watch the TV and the movies right. and they think that's reality. But right. I shoot him in for the, the leg while he's running. Yeah, shoot him right there. You could have hit him in the toe. Right. You know?
0: <laughs> could shot his trigger finger off the trigger. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on.
1: I saw it in Rambo 2. Right. You know, I did I see it Really. Did He took out a whole platoon with a knife, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> it was a plastic knife.
1: Yeah. And let's not go into Gray's Anatomy in the medical field.
0: Right.
1: All right let's not talk about it.
0: <laughs> Save him with an aloe tree.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, you know, it's just that for me, when when they do wrong, and, like, and we're talking about those like Jim called the obvious cases, Hold them accountable. People will trust you. And this is in the medical field as well. You know, people will trust them. And, you know, in the medical field, what do you have? Malpractice insurance? Insurance. I was yeah. Say insurance. You know, <laughs> they don't have that in the, like, that's why when they first started this defund the police thing, it started out by saying, hey, why don't we go after their retirement or things of that nature? You know, they shouldn't get a retirement. They shouldn't get whatever. Go after the union. Whatever it is, because when you hit them in the pocket, that's when the training starts. Sure. You know, hold them accountable, man. Sure. And I, you don't I, see I you don't that. see a lot of it. You really don't. And I think that's why people are in an uproar. And I'm just talking about. I'm not just talking about law enforcement. I'm talking about even in the medical field. So, you, so you people think, don't trust so you, doctors? So,
2: you, so you think? <laughs> so you think maybe that? That's a good point. So maybe maybe just some more accountability as far as, you know, whether it hits them financially or or even just keeping them accountable, period, like yeah. putting them in jail if
1: necessary. Yeah, like, absolutely.
2: Maybe, absolutely. Maybe you're right. Maybe they've gotten away. Because we obviously know we've seen things that people have gotten away with clearly should have been. You know what I mean? It's a it's a it's the good old boy system still. And I think maybe breaking that up a bit and keeping them accountable might
0: help. Hey, if it doesn't fit, you must quit.
1: Yeah, put it this way: It was a case in oh, good lord, was that North Carolina where the cop shot the guy in the back, running away, and they charged him with murder, and he was convicted. Nothing was said. Really, nothing. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was North Carolina first of all, but um, oh, he, he I, what, shot him in the back. The
2: one where he's running through like the with the tree right
1: there. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That yeah, was yeah, totally yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and he got he he was convicted. No riot, yeah. he was arrested, he convicted. convicted, yeah, nothing. Didn't hear, nothing. I hey, bet, good job.
0: I bet if he hit the tree, they probably would have had some sort of tree. Well, that's a different there. group. Oh, different that's group. Every direct- right. <laughs> time has come. <laughs> we put that on hold, right? I mean, climate change is coming back, all the fires yeah. are causing climate change. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> that's the chick on the Tinder date, bro. That's not uh... a... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Whole segment for that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of segment, um, we really enjoyed our conversation. We're going to go ahead and cut it here. Um, we don't want to, you know, go too long. We can probably talk for uh, hours, right? Isn't that how it goes? We could talk for hours. I mean, literally could, but uh, we're going to just uh, end here. But before we end, we're going to give Brian the opportunity to uh our namesake and pull the pin where he gets to speak without our interruptions we can give our feedback after but without our interruptions he can go ahead and take a couple minutes and pull the pin on something he just finds really annoying in the world around us doesn't have to be related to anything but if you've watched our show brian you probably know what you need to do so go for it well jim
2: this is near and dear to my heart
0: You're fired. Um, I I said, no interruptions. Too bad. (laughs) I'm interrupting. Restart that you're fired. (laughs) Jim, you know what, you know
2: what really bothers me? and and We've all done it, but I I see it happen all the time. And it's, you know, when you, when you, when you see somebody that speaks a different language and they're trying to explain something and we get louder, like it's going to help. Even if it's somebody that's slow, like, you you know what I mean? Like even if they're just like old or slow, mentally challenged it's like hey hey can you can it's like and they mimic it like they can read their lips and yell it's like bro you just need to talk to them. like you're scaring him
0: like,
2: just relax <laughs> but yeah
0: how's it going? yeah i can't say that. i haven't done that <laughs> so next time you do it think about it well i i've gotten more um <clears throat> I've gotten better at charades. So when I speak loudly, I actually do the charades thing with it. So in fact, my, my daughter would get on my case because I do that with my own, uh, her own, her grandparents. So sometimes, you know, I don't speak Spanish as good as my daughter and she'll get mad at me. And, and I'll be like doing these charade things and making noises and vroom, Like they know what that is. They know, <laughs> Any party words, Mike, because we are going to close this one out.
1: Oh, no, no. Hey, Brian, appreciate you being on the show. Hope to yeah, see you again soon.
0: He's awesome. All right, guys, thanks for watching us. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully you catch us next time here at uh, Pull the Pin Ready War Room Edition. Uh, Till then, we'll Godspeed.
1: And pull the pin.